Transmitting on 12.5 VHF frequency, this is the Walla Radio Service. Good evening. You're listening to the radio. Tonight, we'll be looking back at the history of Waller FM in this nostalgia special. Waller FM? Oh, God, yeah, do I remember Waller FM? It was proper mental, that. But, thing were, it was real quiet. So, like, you'd be bloody straining to hear it. Oh, no, it really used to hurt me ears, that. You walk down a street, right, and you just see people all over the place holding radios to their ears because it was that quiet. The first clip we'll be looking at tonight is from Claim to Fame. Many say this was the show that pioneered talent radio. Uh, I seem to remember the, the concept being ra- rather rather futuristic at the time. It was uh, something we all very much looked forward to on a Sunday. It was uh, five minutes of peace. And now on Waller FM, Claim to Fame, a show to make everyone famous. We're all probably famous for something. Hello there, Fame Tigers. I'm Sandy Scorthorpe, and tonight we'll be broadcasting live from the fitness suites at the Dern Valley Leisure Centre in Eglinton. This is Claim to Fame Regional Heats Round 6. Today, we'll have an exclusive meet and greet with Pam Skelton, who's famous for liking taxi and blue ribbon biscuits. In fact, she likes them more than anyone else in the world. We'll be poking a closer eye at up-and-coming fame chaser, William Tidmarsh. He's best known for tampering with lights until they don't work as well. Okay, you've got ten seconds, William. Now sell yourself. Okay, ten seconds. Right, I'm an electrician by trade. I've been an electrician for 13 years. I'm actually retired now. My father before me was an electrician. I'm very interested in fuse boxes. I know where all the wires go in my house and I've got... Okay, thank you very much, William. That's your ten seconds. Now let's have a look at a very special fellow that we call Keith Spaniel. Now he's been born with a very incredible gift and he's here to tell us about it today. Hello, Keith. Tell us about your little special gift. My claim to fame is that I can impersonate entire sporting crowds, particularly those from the 1970s. That sounds like an absolutely incredible gift, Keith. Something that I know my fella at home would love to have. Tell us a little bit about how you discovered such a thing. I suppose I was about six or seven years old. My father used to take me to the football games and I remember the game was Aldershot versus Kettering. It was a brilliant game and when I got home I was so excited I wanted the whole crowd to be in my bedroom with me. And a gift was born, Keith. And didn't you say earlier that your mother and father came upstairs and said, oh my gosh, that sounds exactly like a real live crowd. What are they doing in your bedroom, Keith? Yes, I think I did tell you that, didn't I? So tell me a little bit about how you've utilised this skill. You would think that someone with my abilities and my gift would be in Hollywood now, living it up with the Schwarzeneggers and also the Sylvester Stallones, but no, I've kept it local by helping out some of the smaller football teams. They employ me, I come along and do my crowd noises over the tannoy. That is a beautiful story, Keith. In a way, you've been riding on cloud nine for a long time, haven't you? Yes. You really have, but fame has come at a high price for you, and in the past few days, it's taken a very sour turn, hasn't it, Keith? Can you explain a little bit more about that for our viewers? I really thought I was going to make it to the claim to fame regional finals this year but I might have put that in jeopardy as a couple of days ago I made a little speech and I happened to drop a few comments about the state of the local crowds and uh, as a result a few complaints were made and I've been penalised with a deduction of four points Okay world watchers, sounds like Keith dropped a clanger Get your texting thumbs out, because this is how you can help him out. If you text in the number 3245 in your portable telephones, okay, and the message should start, claim fame, followed by Keith, 
and this will boost him up the table, ready for number one. Having a look at the table now, he's got stiff competition from last week's highest riser on downloads alone, Logan Hartshorn, who, as we all know, is famous for freezing fruit drinks into penis shapes and teasing them up his back passage to melt. It's a positively refreshing, Sandy. Thank you very much for that, Logan. Claim to fame, we'll be back in a few moments. Let's have a look at the mystery computer to see if there's any mysteries coming in. Yes, as we thought, Craig, a few minutes from today's show, we've gone missing. Where, where have they gone? Oh, can you help us track them down? Hello, yes, I like to report that I may have seen the minutes in Glasgow vandalising a council estate. I definitely saw something resembling them driving a green I might have seen them rummaging through my bins. Our intelligence tells us that the Minutes may have been using second-rate jokes to fool people into thinking they're from a rival station. And one that's not quite as good. So if you do happen to see the Minutes, don't offer them cigarettes. Don't hold eye contact and try and avoid clocks as best you can. So, give us a call if you see them. Also, let us know if you're facing any mysteries this morning. Let's take to the phones. Hello, who's there on the line? Oh, hi, it's uh, Grant here. Yeah, hello, Grant. Hi, basically what's happened is, well, we've got a key dish, right? And the thing was, last night I didn't put my keys in the key dish and I, I don't know where they fucking are. Where's Grant's keys? Give us a call if you've seen them. Yeah, me fucking wallet and all. Who's next on the bloody phones? Hello, who's that? Alright, it's Tracy here. Hi, Tracy, alright. The problem is I've got a bit of a mastery. Alright, what's your mystery, Tracy? Last night when I went to bed, there was like a whole roll of toilet roll and now it's like on the last little bit and I, I don't remember hearing anyone go to the toilet last night. You know, where's it all gone? Has somebody been sleep shitting? Sleep shitting's a big epidemic. It's especially, a very big epidemic. I've heard it's quite big in the Blackburn area. It is very... The, the Blackburn area's got a very underground scene at the moment for sleep shitting. Another caller? Hello, who's that? All right, Hannah. What's your mystery? Well, basically, what's happened is I've got part of my cardigan caught in the door and, well, I've got a phone in one hand I'm carrying my fat lunchbox in the other Oh, it sounds like you're having a right scatty morning. Scatty morning? It's me. I've got a scatty morning. It says I'm having a scatty morning, Mum. Oh, what a mystery. Oh, it's mysteries everywhere. Some people might say they're not mysteries. They're just people being idiots, Craig. But we say they're mysteries. Okay. Seriously now, though, at this point in the show, we're legally required to remind you to sit up straight. That's right, Craig, because a healthy posture leads to a happy life. Yeah, so if you're in the car, just make sure your bum's all the way to the back of the chair. And if you're typing at work, just make sure that you're rest, uh, resting on something and they're not levitated. I mean, that's that's something that we're just telling you. That's not part of what we've got to tell you. The the, the wrist thing's a little extra. Yeah, so you, get to, you always get a bit of extra with Colin and Craig. Making breakfast. Make breakfast. The number one meal. It's Colin and Craig. Colin and Craig's wake up winking. Last week we asked the nation to go winking mad. We've asked you to give us a little wink in the morning. You've been ringing in and dropping off your voices in the answer box all week. I had a wink as soon as I got up. I had a wink at the back of the bus this morning. All Saints Primary have been winking all together. So you've got quite a few little winks from us. Yay! Bombardier beds, bombardier beds. 
John, I have got a new PlayStation game. Would you like to play it? What PlayStation game is it, Jerry? It is Bernie Mac's Adventure on tour. Is that game good for the environment? En environ and is it good for the world around us, Jerry? When you start the game, it has a picture of an ocean with a dolphin dumping out of it. So I think that means it is environmentally safe and you can put it on scrap heaps and things if you want to. I would give it five aluminum cans out of five, Jerry. Thank you, John. That was a good review. People will probably buy that game now. I'm Winston Churchill and I like this radio frequency. We now return to Claim to Fame with Sandy Scorthorpe. You join us live now, so prick up your ears, we are in the fitness suite, and it's time for my favourite part of any kind of show, the meet and greet. Hello, what's your name? Hello, Sandy. My name's Lynn, and I'm famous for having yeasty private parts. Oh, Lynn, me love, no, never. Is that you, love? Honestly, I was talking to Barbara earlier, and I said I thought I could smell a lovely tin loaf being baked. Gosh, you know you can get cream for that, don't you? I, d I don't want to. I like it. There's an oral tablet you can I take. I like the smell. Thank, thank you very much, Lynn. That's that's our first claim to fame. A lady with a yeasty vaginal area. Sandy, over here, Sandy. Come on, come on, look at me. I've got a claim to fame, Sandy. Come over okay, here. Okay, okay. Over here, Sandy. I've got a claim to fame. What's come your on, claim to fame? Here's your minute. Two bits of wood, Sandy. One, two. I'm the bloke with two bits of wood. That's Two not... bits of wood. Come on, Sandy. No, two it's... bits of wood. Sandy, come on. Two bits not of wood. Not really a claim to fame. It's there. not a claim to fame. No, but I am famous around the town. You ask anyone around this town, if they've seen a bloke with two bits of wood, they'll point to me. Two bits of wood, Sandy. Come on, two no, bits of wood. No, that's not... No, I'm sorry. No. I can't I can't put that one in. It's I not... accept that, Sandy. That's why I'm going to offer you a few more. Look at me shoes, Sandy. Look mm. at me shoes. Aren't they okay, shiny? Well, no, the... Haven't I got shiny shoes, Sandy? Well, no, they are. You're right, but again... You, I, you've admitted I'm right. There's, I've got the shiniest shoes in the land. You know, I've got lovely eyes, but it doesn't make yeah, me famous. No, you've no, got it's... beautiful eyes, Sandy. Tell you what, Sandy. Come over here. Come out. Get a bit close to me. You're walking off. Sandy, okay, come, okay. come over here, Sandy. Okay, Put okay. your hand in me pocket. I will entertain this for one more only. Put your hand in me pocket, Sandy. No, I am put not. Put your hand in me pocket. No, no. Come I'm, on, put your I hand have, in me pocket. I've got a husband. Who cares and if you've got no a husband? It's not a sexual no, thing. No. Put your hand in I'm me pocket. Sorry, live on the radio, I am not putting okay, my hand then, in Sandy. his pocket. Okay, then, Sandy. Try and guess what's in me pocket then. Okay, is it a rule ad? No, you're wrong. Have another guess. Is it your wallet? Have you got your wallet in there? I have not brought a wallet along tonight, Sandy. No, I'm sorry, I can't entertain it anymore. Well, well you'll never know. find Tell out me. unless you put your hand in me pocket. I'm not putting put your hand in me pocket, Sandy. I am no harlot. Okay. Come on, Sandy, look at me shoes. Come on, two bits of Sandy. I'm winding a coat hanger around my fingers, Sandy. Okay, okay, that's that's lovely. Okay, look have at I this won? gentleman. Have I won? You, sir, look a little bit like a pirate. Can you explain yourself? Well, I don't think I do. I only watch the first part of Pirate of the Caribbean, then I flick over for Inspector Moss. In fact, I prefer wonder film like Yumi and Dupree, brilliant. Uh, Three to Tango, brilliant. And Ten Things I Hate About You, absolutely brilliant. Okay, so we've had a fella who looks a bit like a pirate, which nobody but me could see. Don't work with children and animals, and to be honest today, don't work with the bloody Joe public. But I'm cruising for a bruising. I'm willing to give it one more try. 
Hello there, what's your name? What's your claim to fame? Hello, I'm not telling you my name. I'm famous for criticizing everything and anything on my internet forum like you give a shit. I also hold the record for getting in the most last words during arguments, so don't start an argument with me. Okay, well, it's been a very dry day today, but I do You're telling think... me fucking hell, man. I only came here to review the show for my website. Well, it's very good that you have come to review well, the show. Well, it is, and it's been because... a waste of my time because well, no. it's a piece of shit. Because you've come in here today as a reviewer. You've come in here as nobody. You're walking out as somebody. I want to give you the Golden Achievement Award for today. Get fucked, fucking Golden Achievement, my ass. Fucking hell, what kind of okay. competition is this? Okay. If I'm winning, Thanks when I only lot. came here to review okay. it, it's a You're piece of fucking shit. The guy didn't look FM. anything like a pirate. I couldn't see it. That woman over there fucking oh stinks. What, what kind of achievement is that? Claim to fame. We're all famous for something. No, you're not. You're all fucking douchebags. Okay, thanks a lot. Absolute, absolutely diabolical. There goes me. Bloody promotion. You're listening to Waller FM. I've been bloody sad. <laughs> Waller FM. Fucking hell, man. What kind of radio station? It calls itself Waller FM. It sounds like, you know, Waller load of shit. <laughs> this person is now available to buy on our website. WallerontheRadio.radio.crucial slash cooking vouchers slash cancer underscore spick dot UK slash lukewarm tea. And you'll find the download section at the end of our maths quiz, provided you get a score of 7.7 or above. That was claim to fame there. You're listening to Waller FM, the golden years. Always tune your radiogram to Waller Longwave. 15 minutes every day. But that's off our radio allowance! We're taking you back to 1991 now for Graham's Hot Flask, which later became Graham's Packed Lunch. This episode was especially memorable as it tackled the controversial subject of headlocks. So, Graham, tell me, what's been catching your eye this week? Well, you see, I've been wandering around sort of where I live recently and I've spotted a lot of graffiti around the area and it's, it's something... Disgusting, isn't it? It is disgusting. It's ruined a lot of... Sort of public places and people feel a little bit threatened. It's it's shocking to see something like that, isn't it? Such uh, badly raised youngins blasting off with their phones and their noise and their oh I've done this and who's got the biggest what you know and oh. Terry got me in an headlock and I headlocks. That's something I'd like to rally against headlocks. Let's rally against headlocks. Let's stamp out headlocks, parents. I think something the Daily Express could maybe get on top of and we could get some good press behind it. Let's stamp out headlocks. Let's get rid of headlocks they're not nice they'll give a horrible harsh burn to the back of someone's neck stamp out headlocks who's with us give us a call 0870707070707 or text in on 89999994 is that free no it's another two have you been in a headlock recently have you got someone in a headlock recently how did it feel afterwards are you on the phone now with someone in a headlock percy on line 12 he's in a headlock now i do believe If you could just basically describe the pain you're feeling right now. It's not a pleasant experience, is it? Now, if you've got a chance, could you pass the phone over to the person who's got you in the headlock? I've got him in an headlock. Right, I've established that, yes. I've got him in a He's in an headlock. He's still in an headlock. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, because he's been messing around with my greenhouse. And I've told him once, I told him last week, and I don't mess around in my greenhouse, so I've got him in a 
See, for every issue, there's another issue. And the, the second issue here appears to be some kind of greenhouse tamperage. Let me tell you, he's been taking a load of my bloody cords yet that I've been growing for a while, and he's been taking them in through himself. I and I told him once, I snapped his fingers once. Could you not talk things over with him? Could you not even things out with words before resorting to such slug brutishness? Oh, no, I, oh, I'd not thought of that. Well, I'll have a little chat about it. Maybe over a cup of tea and a ham slice. Well, that doesn't sound so bad, actually, yeah. I, okay. I like an ham slice. Want me, to, want me to pop him on? Yeah, pop him on. Oh, oh, oh thank, thanks for that. Oh, bloody hell. I didn't mean to steal his, his courgettes, but I did. But they are ripe and juicy, aren't they? They were ripe and juicy. They look nice. You can't help but take a courgette for yourself and pop it uh, into your fridge. Never mind pop it in the fridge, my friend. Get it in a casserole straight away. That's what I did. Just gobble it right down. Oh, gobble it right gobble down. Gobble it right down. Anyway, we're going to... Shall I take you out for an ham slice, my friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm... You know what I like an ham slice? Yeah, let's go and get an ham slice. Run down at cafes and you can get me a cup of tea as well. Another headlock case solved. We've been he solving headlock cases all over the country tonight, and um, that's another one solved. What do you think of that, Graham? Well, you see, permit me to throw you some statistics. Headlocks to show's ratio, we have solved 159 headlocks in 163 shows. That is marvellous. Do we have a sound effect for a round of applause on the board? Oh, that little noise made. <laughs> the best radio show you'll ever hear. Ow! Oh. We got windows, we got doors, we got roofs and we got floors, we got shelves and we got dowling, we got grow bags and tap howling. So pick up the phone and all the fours, it'll six seven nine five more, eight two five eight seven five nine two eight one four eight five nine. The eternal night. Hello and welcome to the Eternal Night. I'm Roger LaHughes. And I'm Stevie Onchurenko. The hour is late. The spirits are high. We have just returned from Planet Beer. And we're ready to conquer your realm. The Eternal Night. ASL. It's Roger and Stevie. Coming up today, we'll be taking a look at this week's best celebrity upskirts. I'll be defragging a Unix desktop computer. And find out why I've got sore thumbs. But first, we return to our epic settings battle. This is the game where we strategically adjust control panel settings on our shared network in real time. Right, I will be tweaking the gamma to emphasize the curvy nature of my CGI desktop background of Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, that's a good first move, Sir Pixelot. I am now responding by degaussing my screen. Oh, a dagger to the heart there. But I've created a new shortcut on the desktop for ODSC service management. This will considerably cut down my mouse time, allowing for quicker responses. But hold on, it's not over yet, because I've entered RegEdit and on the prefab parameter sessions manager, I've set the boot value to 03 to increase the loading times of .NET visual applications by 0.7 seconds. That was quite a mouthful, but it appears to have crashed my CPU. Game over. Take that. Well, just to announce, there will be a settings battle Royal Rumble at 2am. Log into our servers via the website. Whatwomenwant.rogerscrystalcavern.net slash martini slash script editor underscore exposed dot htkp6. You will also get the chance to chat online live with Survivor Series champion Leviticus69. And he's from our 1999 SummerSlam settings battle. 
Loading, loading, loading. The next part of the show is loading. Waller FM. This is Techno Hymns. Hi, I'm the crucial Noddy Bunsen. And I'm the essential DJ Steve Marley. Join us at midnight for nasty gospel hardcore. And grimy biblical breaks. Only on Waller FM. Double drop. Hey, hey, it's Saturday matinee. Hey, hey, it's Scattleby's Skeet Bucks. Now it's time, Kiddlywinkles, for Ask Ruskin. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Um, who's that? Uh, hello, Lisa. Uh, hello, Lisa. Well, what would you like to ask me today? Uh, uh, I'm wondering, like, basically, my mum brings loads of blokes around to house, like, on an evening. Right? And uh, they do things to her. Like, they make a shower things and that. But, like, they fill a purse with money, which means we can get, like, you know, shreddies and, like, chocolate bars, caramax. And, like, when she's not looking, we can pinch a ciggy. So, like, I'm wondering if that's right or not. Um, I... I we'll, we'll take another caller now. Let's take another caller. Hello, who's that? Uh-huh. Hello. Hello. Uh, pardon? You're going to have to repeat yourself there, Mark. Hello, my name is Mark. Okay, Mark, what, what would you I like to... Okay, Mark, what's your question for Ruskin Bear? Um, I, I'm sorry, Mark. I, I, I'm merely a question answerer, not a, a miracle... Worker, I, I can't perform miracles, but I can answer your questions about various things. If I could, I really would. I really would. Uh, we, we're going to have to go to another call, and I, I can't tell a bloody word you're saying, and you probably can't even hear me at all, so another caller. Um, hello, little boy? Hi. Um... Uh, what's your name and how old are you? Uh, my name's Andy and I'm, uh, I'm four. Right, four. Um, uh, okay, fine. Um, what, what question do you have for Ruskin today, Andy? Uh, uh well, basically, um, being a four-year-old on the playground is quite hard these days. Yes, I do understand. It's hard to, f- hard to find the right girl. It's hard to find romance. I was wondering... What your thoughts are on one young boy getting it together with an older man. I can't find a young man of the same age who's got the same interests. Would it be alright for me to date a 37-year-old? Isn't this something your mother should be uh, discussing with you? I mean, you're only four years old. Um, well, it's probably best not to tell me, Mum. Um, I don't, is it... It's, it sounds like it might be a problem. Would it be considered a problem in the court of law if I had already had said relationships with the 37-year-old man? Um, would, I, would, I, would, would, the, would the 37-year-old man be in trouble? Well, you have to think about it this way, really. Um, love is... It's, it's unpredictable. It's a spontaneous thing. You can't help who you fall in love with. But I'm afraid, as the law states, you cannot actually 
physically love this man until you're at least 17 years of age. That that is the problem. I mean, I, I am understanding you physically have had relations with him physically. Well, he uh, he let me stick. I, I stuck I stuck it. Now we're going to go over to another caller now. Um, uh, uh, we're having to uh, the, the lines. We're having problem with the lines there. Um, I, I think. Uh, why is he still on the air? Why is he still on the air? W is wonderful, A, ambitious, L, it's lovely, L, is ludicrous, E, for everyone, R, you listening, Y, Loretta. Roger, 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 and Stevie. The Eternal Night. What time is it by your watch, Roger? Stevie, the time according to my watch is the dark believers of the crystal night sky. <laughs> your watch tells nothing but the truth. The server has been chosen. The ping is low. The minions are gathering. This is Dark Believers of the Crystal Night Sky. The fantasy RPG game using cards and a video. Read for me from the first card, will you? A Roger. Stevie, the first card states you must say your name. Caller on line one. Um, my name? Oh, um, Mark. Now, turn over your blood-filled egg timer. You have 20 minutes to complete the quest. Please insert the video and fast-forward to 32 minutes in. Enter, stranger! So you're the one they call... Um, my name? Oh, um, Mark. To start your quest, young one, you must first travel north to the lost forests of Hymenia. Right, to Hymenia. Let's travel six clicks north. Okay, six clicks. One, two, three... Right, it looks like you've gone into a battle. Let's turn over your next card. You're battling Igniasaur, the Stone Ogre. His stats are 22, 45, 66 and 13B. Please press play on the video. So... Um, my name? Oh, um, Mark. Choose your moves wisely, young battler. Okay, right, we've got Tracy on line two, who is going to make the first move. I've decided to read the Book of Gods to gain three knowledge points. A wise choice there. Now, let's see how Igniosaur responds. He's hit you on the head with a shovel, and you've lost four health points. It looks like Eric's just snuck in on the facts, and he's distracted the ogre by playing the mandolin and throwing pebbles at him. Not a good move. Now the ogre is stronger thanks to the pebbles, and that has given him six culture points for hearing a new sound. I'd like to cast a spell to give him eczema, please. Oh, it doesn't look like that's worked. As we know, the stone ogres can't catch eczema. An easy mistake to make. And our folk singing sage has this to say. Uh, take the Elder Scroll and you offer it to the last shaman of Ortia. The prince is there to greet you. He teaches you the spell to send Igniosaur to hell. I cast a spell, I cast a spell, and then we drink the mystic potion, giving you 28... Right, we'll have to cut you off there. It sounds like we've got an expert on the line, and as you know, this is a newbie server only. So the first objective has been completed. The Stone Ogre, Igniosaur, has been defeated. Join us for more Dark Believers of the Crystal Night Sky some other time. For king and country, Walla National. Hello, little girl. Uh, what would you like to ask Ruskin Bear? I can't find my Barbie. Have you borrowed it, Ruskin? Well, no, I haven't borrowed your Barbie. Um, have you tried looking under your bed? Under my bed? 
It could be under my bedroll skin. No, it's not under the bedroll skin. Now, um, little girl, have you tried looking in your cupboard? Another Ruskin case solved. Thank you. Thanks. And that concludes our look back at the history of Waller FM. The ups, downs, spills, laughter, tears and memories. All the hits and more. The soundtrack to our lives. Now, just before we let you go, here's one last clip from Saturday Matinee. A clip that was never aired due to its similarity to a section from the Rutger Hauer Show. Saturday, it's Matinee, it's Matinee, it's Saturday, it's me for Milligy Milligy Hilly Morgan. Saturday Swap Shop. What's in the swap box this week? It's John Crawford from Cheltenham. Hiya, it's me, John. I'm in year five at Crawford Primary School. What would you like Hail to win? Tommy. <laughs> okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Crawford, what have you called? Um, what prize would you like to win tonight in our secret swap down? Um, I'm after a new cable for going into my wireless uh, router. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question the first, John. Fire Paul. <laughs> Could you name for me, John, the first Queen of England to wear red? First Queen of England, first. Queen Stacey, is it? Don't die, don't. Queen Stacey, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get along, Queen Stacey. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> www.fat-pie.com